Welcome to the Band and Solstice Podcast. I'm Mike, an above-average hack, and we are going to explore one of the most unique and coolest golf events on the planet, the Band and Dune Summer Solstice. Join us as we go deep into the experience, exploring every detail about this awesome event, plus what it takes to compete. We'll talk equipment, the mental game, and fitness, all in the name of playing 72 holes on the longest day of the year at the best golf destination on the planet. Hey, it's Mike, and we're on the Band and Solstice podcast. I'm here with playing partner Bob, and I just got off an hour-long conversation with um, Rick, the mental coach, and I think we identified my issue. That that must have that's gonna take more than an hour, I think, to identify your issue. <laughs> I have many issues, is what you're saying. But I think I am. Uh, I think that the first shot of the first round of Solstice is affecting me more than it should, and uh, for a first. Somehow my poor play on my golf game right now is all because I'm scared of one single shot in my life. At least that's what we determined. There's a lot of things, other things I need to worry about, but I think it's that first tee shot. I, 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 I'd like to mock you, but I totally identify. So I think you know, I live in fear of the first tee. Um, it's, it's very strange. They come, if you play the back nine first, you know, the first tee shot's pretty easy, but standing up there on the first tee with kind of, uh, early in the morning and everybody's watching teeing off is, uh, I have nightmares. So I, if I, if you learn how to overcome that, let me know. And we'll, we'll which, sure. which blows me away because you're one of the smartest guys I know, you're probably one of the most confident guys I know, right? You're a person that could give a presentation in front of a thousand people, or you could go raise millions and millions of dollars, but the first tee shot yeah. <laughs> for you is somehow, uh, a problem. So, yeah. True. Um, true. So, any, right, all right. So, we'll, we'll, did he have a solution for you? Uh, I need another session. Yeah, <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> That's always the answer from the therapist. Yes. Yeah. Um, uh, no, he. We did. We we have some drills that he's going to bring me through, and I think I'll I'll actually go through a lot of them, and I'll probably um, I'll probably do a solo podcast on this, or have you interviewed me about it? But I think actually it's it's helped me. It's um, one is the one thing he taught me, which I think was um, really important today and was kind of ground, groundbreaking for me was that there's there's um, nervousness is not just a bad thing. Nervousness is a good thing. And a lot of the best pro players out there, they associate nervousness with as a good thing be, by saying that it's kind of putting their war paint on or getting ready to go play. And it gets them ready for their day and gets them elevated into a different state of being. And a lot of people for on the amateur side, when they get nervous, they equate that with anxiety, which is a bad thing. And it's it's just reframing the the feeling of nervousness, which I thought was fascinating. And it's actually something I think would help me in the day-to-day game I play either with my buddies or at the club. Yeah, I've, I've actually heard similar things about nervousness and using that energy to raise performance. But in this case, I mean, it's, you know, it's one shot. So it's like, you can almost just intentionally just hit a bad shot and move on. And then once you're onto the second shot, I'm guessing your mind's going to be good. You just have to get over that first shot. So it is, it is. Um, yeah. There's also some, I mean, I think there's something going on right now with my, just my driver and I've, I'm in a negative vicious cycle of confidence. Um, yeah. So another thing we talked about was, um, oh shoot. I don't have it in front of me, but it's uh, that there's three stools. There's emotions, there's confidence, and then there's, um, I'm butchering it. It's, um, uh, where is it? 
it's um sorry i'm getting there um i i have my notes i can't see it oh no it's focus confidence and emotions so i'm one of those guys that can focus you can have a gun in the my middle of my backswing and i could focus and focus also means having a good pre-shot routine um, there's emotions and typically I don't, my emotions don't get the best of me, but for some reason I've got a confidence issue right now. So mm. we were talking about tips and devices to give me confidence as part of that pre-shot routine. So interesting. I look forward I mean, to hear more about that. Cause I, it's a, it's a wormhole, man. This is yeah. deeper than I've ever gone on a golf swing before. <laughs> All <laughs> so. right. Well, but you know, so I'm actually, I'm actually really, really excited for this podcast. Cause this is, I think this is our, our final, at least from, this is our final podcast. Um, before that, before that, before the event, before the event, oh, we can have post events. Yes. Final podcast before the event. And you know, this whole, this whole series of podcasts, um, was, was kind of embarking on a journey to prepare here mentally, physically, and, uh, for this event. And I guess the first podcast, I was a little apprehensive and then actually thought that, uh, it was kind of fun. And the second one, I wasn't really sure um, we had more content, but actually I thought it was pretty interesting, went a little deeper. But this one, I feel like things are coming full circle a little bit here because I feel as though I, 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 there has been progression on this journey. Uh, I do feel like I've learned some things in this process of the last few months and I'm kind of excited to wrap some of that stuff up um, in this final podcast before before the event. So tell me what you've learned. I mean, I thought we were just going to, I thought I looked at this podcast a little bit different. Um, you and I have not necessarily shared notes before this. I thought this was kind of the, now the fun begins podcast where we can talk about the actual day and some of the either bets or wagers or matches we're going to have during the day. But if you want to go and talk about some of your learnings, I mean, Dalai Lama it out for me, man. I love it. <laughs> So I think those things I think those things go hand in hand a little bit. So I think one of the one of the questions we started to explore I think was you know you know kind of why are you doing this and then you know, it comes down to like we want to we want to have a good time. We want to have fun doing this and how do we do that? Right? And um what are the components of fun and um you know does that mean playing good golf and kind of all all that uh uh, uh those questions. But I think we start talking about um, what kind of matches or betting do we do during the day. Uh, again, it has to be about making the making it more fun, right? So that's I, the, I, I agree, and it's also only, yeah. Go ahead. I was going to say, I mean, that's the only reason to do it, right? I mean, I I think it's fun to have a little something on the line when you play, um, but I also have some strong feelings on what's not fun. But yeah, the only reason to come up with anything to do here, I think, is to to, to increase the fun. I love that. I agree 100%. That was the same meant mindset that I had going into this. So uh, for listeners out there, I told Bob we were going to talk about either matches we were going to play on Solstice um, and to come up to this episode with four to five of those matches in his mind. And I would do the same. And then we would go uh, one by one either him first or me first or me first or then him first, where we would propose matches to play. And then we would come up with four or five at the end and conclude on what matches we were going to play. But I had the exact same attitude going into this as I created my list that it was all about fun, right? We want matches that promote either that laughs, make, make us laugh, right? <laughs> they uh, promote good shots. They don't punish bad shots. 
and very much about rewarding fun behavior or good behavior and not necessarily putting us in a spot where we could start a vicious cycle of being down on ourselves where you're so far down in a match and you're hitting bad shots and you're press upon press and you're getting hammered and that that is not fun at least for this day um so i definitely agree with you that this is all about fun and i also think that by having some matches no matter how bad we're playing we're actually removing the equal sign between quality of golf and fun which is important to me and i'm sure it's important to you um because that's why we're out there it's just to have fun and it can't all be dependent on what our score is at the end of the day we got to have some of these actions or side bets right that make us laugh as well yeah yeah totally and we'll, and we'll come back to what i've kind of come around to thinking about fun and what's going to be fun and what's the goal but see, yeah, so as far as matches and 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 competition and i'm i'm actually known a little bit at my club that i don't play in like any of the events in any of the tournaments so people are always like oh are you playing in the even like the wednesday night league the club championship and it's just i don't i don't play in any of them and the reason is that i don't have fun so you know, I I can get out there and and kind of get, start to get down on myself, like you said, and oh, I'm playing badly, and then I just feel badly that I'm playing badly on this event, and and I'm like, why am I doing this? Right? I'm, the only reason to do this is to have fun, and if it's not fun for me, there's no reason to play in any of these events. So that's kind of coming out. I think I think you you get a little bit different energy from some of these events, and so it's gonna be an interesting conversation here on what it's gonna be fun to do. But one one thing I I, I like to do is play team events. So, you know, we go out on Saturday mornings, we got our bunch of guys show up and we all kind of throw in 20 bucks and we figure something out. But usually it's like, you know, our foursome against the other foursome. We'll play some, you know, net or gross or some NASA or something. We'll compare cards at the end. Um, but we usually play team events and I, I much prefer those because I feel like um, it's all upside, and no downside. And you're kind of cheering for the guy you're playing with and um, and if you're, you know, you, you have a bad hole, it's like, it's okay. Cause the other guy's picking you up. And even if you have a terrible nine, you make one birdie, you're like, you, you know, you contributed, Hey man, we're ham and egg in it. And I have a lot of fun playing in team events. Whereas sometimes if I'm just playing, uh, head to head against somebody, I just, you know, I hit a bad shot and it's just not fun. And so I'm like, I don't know why I'm doing this. Okay. Well, I mean, I think you have a stronger opinion than I do. Um, I don't necessarily play in club events. I do love match play. I do love that thrill of competition of mano a mano. And I know um, that based on 30 years of golf history between you and I, that's something that is not necessarily fun for us to do. Um, and uh, I still sure remember- that's my fault mostly because of what I just explained to you, I think. But yeah. Yes, it is. And I think it was 28 years ago when um, after you missed a four footer on the second hole to go two down after two, you turned over a golf cart on me, but that's, um, I'm over that. I'm that was after only two holes? That was only after two holes. So here's what we're doing. We're not playing an 18 hole NASA with automatic presses and trash during solstice because i don't think i don't think i think one of us may not even make it through that round alive if we did that so we're yeah. not doing that okay so let's i'm gonna put you first in terms of you get to propose the first match and or type of match and um and i think what i'll do is i will i think we should discuss it a little bit um but wait to the end to kind of get a definitive list together and we're doing this live without a net so we'll figure it out as we're going along 
All right. So I, I have I you know, thought about some stuff. What can we do as kind of a team? Because obviously there's no other team to kind of play against here. Right. So it's a little bit different. Um, although we could we could propose something with our, the guys where um, we get paired up with. Um, and we'll have to think about that. Um, but, but I also did think about trying to think about some individual stuff. Um, but just, you know, I, I one thing we could do is just be tracking uh, our, uh, you know, our best ball gross and have a target score for the day that we're trying to shoot. Um, and you can add to that things like goals of total number of birdies, total number of chip-ins, total number of, you know, polies, putts over 10 feet, total number of sandies, and just um, be kind of keeping a tally uh, through the day and trying to, trying to hit some type of uh, goals for us. Okay. Well, um, I like that idea. I do like the idea of us, you know, we're probably total, you know, if you add our, both of our indexes together, we're probably an eight or nine, right? The question is, could we break par over 72 holes, best ball? Um, that would be, that would be fun to me. I mean, that's, I love that idea because, you know, I'm cheering you on, you're cheering me on, we're cheering on the team. And I do think that the team aspect works very well. Um, you know, this recall, I recall a I can't believe I'm going to share the story. Back in my earlier years, in my 20s, we used to go on a guy's golf trip. And one of the afternoon rounds we used to do is we had three foursomes and uh, we played a scramble within those foursomes. And every beer, I think it was over, I can't remember, every beer that everyone drank over six beers was a shot subtracted from their score. And the goal was to be able to break par. Um, and I don't necessarily think we need to do that. But uh, let me tell you, when you get 50, 50 beers into a foursome and the first 24 don't count versus subtraction, there's a balance between uh, being able to hit a golf ball and uh, drinking a beer. So that that's always fun. I don't think we ever remembered the end of any of those rounds, but okay. Um, I'm not, that's not my proposal. Here's my proposal for the first, for, for my match. Um, I think we need to do a birdie pool. So every time either of us um, has a birdie, uh, it means that we both put $10 into a pot and we track that throughout the end of the day or throughout the whole day. And the last person to make a birdie at during the course of the day wins the entire pot. And so that way we're kind of both cheering on birdies because we want the pot to grow. Um, and it's really the person, whoever has the last birdie of the day gets the whole pot. And it's not necessarily this cutthroat match. Yeah. I like that. I like that. Cause then like you're coming to the last hole and you're like, Oh, I need to make birdie. So I kind of <laughs> like that. <laughs> yeah. And you know, every other birdie, you'd be like, sweet. Like, you know, the first, 54 holes we're gonna be like dude you made a birdie that's great that's another 20 bucks in the pot right yeah. so um it's good okay what do you have okay so um also just as kind of basic philosophies i don't think we can have anything that's terribly complicated here right so we're gonna be <laughs> no. i mean we're gonna be uh you know kind of playing fast and like moving along and i don't want to be like hold on hold on like you know do you stroke here and like wait a second you got you got two dots i'm like no like it's just got to be very simple you know, be able to, 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 to know this. So yeah, there, um, there's no stroke. None, none of these things require no, a handicap or right. math or abacus or whatever. Yeah. I agree. Yeah. yeah. So, um, you know, I, and I, you, the next thing I say, you're going to totally disagree with, 
but uh, like I expect you are wrong. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I expect that if we just like, if at the end of the day, we can compare our scorecards, I think you're going to beat me by four or five shots around. That's what I think. And so, you know, I just, I just don't think it'd be like a lot of fun as you already described, like, Oh, let's just go, you know, play. And, and yet you would ask me for strokes. So when, you know, let's bagger. go play. And uh, cause I think I'd be freaking miserable. Like, like you said, it's something like Nassau, but I do think something like a, you know, something like a skins could be fun. So, you know, we could put like a dollar skins. You got like 72 bucks for the day and it's pretty easy to keep track of skins and that could build up and be pretty significant. And um, I think that could be kind of fun. The, you know, those, the past doesn't affect the future. Like no, no one's going to be shut out for the day. And I think that could be, that could be kind of fun. Wow. I, I had something similar. It was shorter than like, it was maybe picking a one nine or one eighteen just to break up the monotony, but a 72 old skin game. That's, um, that's ambitious. That's ambitious. <laughs> um, now you talked about me beating you by three or four shots every round. Is that your attempt at sandbagging and negotiating around <laughs> handicaps and how many strokes I give you? Because I'm not agreeing to giving you any strokes because I think our indexes are the same. <laughs> that my, my point exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Okay. Um, so we got skins, we got uh mythical par we got birdie pool okay so i'm going way outside the box in this one this is my outside the box one for the the um round and so and and this is uh all in the spirit of good fun so um i'm calling it the 10x challenge so you and i both start the day with 10 one dollar bills or maybe five one dollar bills maybe we can only do this five times. And what it is, is any time when we are hit a good shot, let's say you and I are both in the fairway and you go first and you hit a shot and you think it's great. You have 10 seconds to say challenge. And I have to either accept or decline that challenge. If I um, and then if I accept that challenge, I have to be inside your ball for that second shot. So this only works on second shots and I'm kind of butchering this as I'm talking along it, but we could also even do some odds. So let's say, um, if, um, you win, let's say you're the one that calls challenge and you hit first and you win because you hit the great shot and that makes you call a challenge. I have to pay you back one X the bet. So if it was five bucks or $1, I give you a dollar. If I win, you have to pay me 10 X because I could be in the rough on the side, right? I could be, you know, way just out of play and you could have a little flip wedge in and you could run up to your flip wedge. You could knock it in tight and I'm still looking for my ball in the rough and you'd go 10 X or you challenge me. And then if I, um, hit a good shot inside of you, you pay me 10 X odds. I don't know. There's, there's something there. Um, I'm butchering it right now, but I thought that could be something fun. That was just, it was just basically an individual shot challenge with some type of odds, um, that allows us to do it sparingly during the day. And it's kind of like a mini surprise in the monotony of 72 holes. So there's there's something there. It's almost like the it's almost like the hammer. It's like it's a guy, you can Yeah, it's like the hammer. It's like the <laughs> hammer. Yes. Okay. All right. So there's something there. 
Okay. All right. So we're going to come back and talk about these, right? Yeah, of course. Sure. Okay. All right. So my we're next brainstorming idea... right now. What's Go that? Ahead. We're brainstorming. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want me to like destroy your ideas now. Then you'd be like dispirited if you any more ideas. So, uh, <laughs> so my next idea was <laughs> I to call you a friend. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> my next idea was that we could have like, um, we could agree on some like awards at the end of the day. And I think we could have like, kind of like the best shot award, but also like the most ridiculous shot award. And maybe we could like think of something else, but I think I'd love to sit there and be like, be like, dude, when I took that hybrid out over the ocean, it was like 70 mile an hour winds and it like came back, you know, or something. So I think that'd be fun to kind of talk about uh, the, the best shots and the most ridiculous shots of the round. We could have some kind of prize on those. We could definitely do that. So I think that the way that we would do it is that at the end of the day, we have to be thoughtful if we can remember this, is that both of us have to come up with each other's best shot and um, in, in most ridiculous shot. Now, I do own the record for the most ridiculous shot ever on the Bandon Dunes property. You know that. The bunker shot from uh, my, third sh my third shot on 15 at Old Mac, the par five at the bottom of the hill where that I was, was in the ridiculous. bunker. Uh, 120 yards out up against the railroad ties. And I took a five iron and just hit it as hard as humanly possible dead into the railroad ties that could have ricocheted back at me because it was a yard away from me, but instead it went straight up in the air. What you saw it from the side, what like 300 feet up in the air. Yeah. And it had top spins because it hit the railroad ties. So it started going towards the green and uh, and yeah, ended up on the green. I was that was ridiculous. And I missed the putt. <laughs> so I, when you said you had a ridiculous experience in a bunker at Old Mac, no, we're not, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about that. Let's that, that, <laughs> that's 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 not going on podcast. If you want to hear the story about a bunker in Old Mac, ask us at the solstice. I will gladly tell you that story. That yeah. Um, but, but no, I the ridiculous. Say, shot, like, I agree. I like I like talking about the other guys. We you know the, the way this format is. I may not see all of your shots, so you know we have yep. to. Um, but, but but I think we could definitely be talking about the best shots, the most ridiculous shots. So that was that was my that's my next idea. Yeah, and then so here's my here's me coming up in the next one, um, and this may be a little bit too crazy for you. Um, I've got two more, by the way, and this is one of them. Um, we could do closest to the pin on all par threes, right? So like a dollar bet, right? We both have a stack of $3 or something like that. And we just, you know, hand each other the dollar, whoever wins closest to the pin, um, on all par threes. Cause I think, again, that's rewarding good shots. That's, you know, the par threes at Bandon are just phenomenal. Like every single par three is just so much fun with those big green complexes, right? It could create some drama. And I was thinking we just have a closest to the pin, uh, on every single one of the par threes. Uh, it could be fun. It could be fun. It could be good. Okay. okay. Um, so next thing I thought we it'd be really great if we could if we could do a beer for life at some point. In this, uh, <laughs> Bob, explain to the listeners what a beer for life is. Did we do? Did we do that on the first set, the first episode, or did we not do that in the first episode? I don't know if we did it. Just for all the people listening, remind okay. people what the beer for life is. So the BFL. beer for life, the beer for life is um, at some point during a round of golf, someone can call a beer for life shot. And it has to be something that is incredibly difficult and kind of ridiculous and not like, not like on the golf course generally, but it might be something like, um, 
you know, you see that, uh, you see that like weather vane that's out in the middle of the, uh, the, the marsh out there, like 300 yards away. Like if you knock the horse off that thing, like I, I give you beer for life. You never buy a beer in my presence again. So it's like, you just come up with some like ridiculous shot and try and, and no one's done it yet. Maybe some people come close here, but, uh, it'd be fun to call a, call a beer for life or two during the, okay. during the run. Yeah. It would be like, there's a driftwood down on the beach and you're on one of, you know, you're on a whole number 12 of, or, or 13 of pack dunes and you have to hit the driftwood on the beach from the tee box. Um, and if you do that, right, you, you know, everyone celebrates and therefore I never have to buy another drink. It's not just, I think we're older now when we started this 25 years ago it was beer, but now it should be like scotch for life or maybe I'm not sure, for life or I'm not sure it's like, like McAllen 18 for life. Like I, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm totally up for a beer for life. You know me, I, the, the crazier shot, the, the better. Um, I think that would be a phenomenal and worthy challenge for yeah. something that's already over the top, like solstice. Yeah. Um, Well, I don't have anything as crazy as beer for life. Um, But I do think that, you know, to get into the whole one-on-one and I might be treading on dangerous ground right here, but I do think that it would be fun if we picked a nine and did um, what's that game thirds, right? So we break a nine into uh, three, three whole matches and every match is worth five bucks. And again, it just breaks up the monotony. It's one of the nines in the middle of the round, um, I would probably prefer like we either do band in front side or band in backside, because I think um, those holes are kind of open and they, they, they can reward some squirrely shots, but I also think they could create some drama in terms of recoveries um, and just do a, you know, a, a $5 times three um, nine hole match play broken into three, three hole matches, or we could just pick, some of the iconic three hole stretches and say, we'll do a three hole match on this. But again, I don't want to get you in your unhappy spot. <laughs> my, my unhappy place. Yes. All right. Um, you know, I, I, I just didn't have another one. It was, it was just, as we started talking here, it occurred to me, we could try to have a match with the guys we're playing with, but it's very, very hard because then we'd have to have net. You have to have handicaps and this could be very, very hard. Um, so no, if- I will hey, hold on, hold on. I here, let's make a blanket challenge to anyone listening. If your index combined is plus or minus is is nine plus or minus two or plus or minus three, my index is six three. Your index is six three. Yeah, dude, you are totally not going in the right direction. I know. Okay, so okay, so I'm a I'm a four three. You're six three. So that puts us at eleven, right? So if you're anywhere, your combined index is eleven plus or minus two or three shots. Um, we would love to do a, a fun gentlemanly's match, no big money just for the fun of it, um, to match scorecards at the end, best ball. How about that? Yeah, this is, this is a, pretty cool actually, because you know, any of, if any of the four subscribers to this podcast happen to be the people <laughs> that we get paired up with, then, um, no, but you know, the, the thing about that also though, is they have to think a little bit about putting out as well. Right. So I think this thing's going to be a lot like, oh, hey, that's good. That, you know, that's good. Let's go. Um, and it's a little tough if you have a match. Hey, like it's the honor system, man. This is golf, right? I mean, this yeah. is all about honor. And, you know, maybe someone knocks it in. We'll say anything within a driver's length is good if they want to do it. And we'll just come, 
you know, I, I agree with you that the team event would be fun, right? It yeah. would be just something else in the back of your mind that would keep you motivated throughout the day and keep your mental attitude in a great positive thing. So, I mean, it's not like yeah. we're saying we're going to challenge all comers to feats of strength. <laughs> we're not going to do that. We're just going to have a tiny little, like, you know, whoever buy, buy them a Macallan, right? Yeah. I mean, buy them a, 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 a pappies, right? That's what it's going to be. Right. And you get to talk to the guys, you get to meet some people afterwards. It generates conversation. It's all good. Now I can't wait. I don't want to get out a spreadsheet and have to do that 12 ways, but if anyone's interested in a nice little, hey, match scorecards at the end, I think that would be a fun little motivation. And I would encourage other people to pair up with other people if they want to do that, just because I think it creates a positive vibe. Yeah. So I don't have another game, but I do have a question. You have a question? Yeah. Question. You have prepared for this podcast. This is, I love this. <laughs> okay. So when we were out there before, we had a a rule, which you made me break one time, and I still resent it, by the way. But we had a rule that there was no laying up. And, <laughs> and I, it was one of the Hashtag great, no laying up. Solely yeah, and Tron, where are you right now? It was one of the great rules. Because yes. I, say, I say this to the guys that I play with now on like Saturday morning. I'm like, I'm like dude, this, I'm like, no laying up. Like, just don't even think about it. Because if, you, if you're laying up, you're like, oh, I'm going to make a tentative swing. Like, no, if there's no laying up, you're always just going balls to the wall. And you, it's just, you're just swinging. And if, look, if you, if you kind of miss it and hit a bad shot, you're like, eh, it's as good as a layup anyway. Right? So it's like no laying up was one of the great kind of fun things. So the question is, in this format, though, like you need to just get around. Right? And so, you know, is it really no laying up or is it like, no, I need to get around the course uh, there's significant consequences to that decision. So I, I wonder what your thoughts on that are, man. I got a, a bunch of different thoughts. My first thought is, um, I'm one of those guys that embraces no laying up. I think both in life and in golf, um, I try to live every single day to the fullest. So, uh, this may sound like sacrilege. And I, I mean, this is the equivalent of, um, you know, punching yourself in the face, but I, I think it all defines what depends on what no laying up means. So um, does that mean hitting driver on every hole? I don't think that's the right call for Bandon because I think that will, A, um, make my day long looking for balls and um, B, add frustration to my day. And maybe that's just changing my mindset for the outlook on the day. But um, I don't think I would ever chip out sideways from a bunker when I had a railroad tie in front of me. I mean, shoot. I mean, I literally took a five iron into railroad ties six feet in front of me, hoping that the ball would ricochet up in the air versus bouncing back in my face at 130 mile an hour ball speed. So, I'll, I mean, I'll I, I you, just, I'll sure. give you three or four more chances to tell that story if you want over the course of this podcast, <laughs> you seem to like to do so. Greatest shot of my life. Yeah. Greatest shot of my life. But uh, no, to answer your question does not mean hitting driver over T. So, uh, you know, it's like, a, it's like in a par five. I think it's you know, never laying up on a par five. So it's kind of like, hey, get as close as you can, basically, right? Or, I mean, the, the shot that – so you, okay, I'll tell you about a couple – here's two examples that illustrate what I'm talking about. You remember we were playing uh, Stream Song Black uh, two years ago, and on the – I believe it was the third hole, I was in a fairway bunker. Yes. And there was a right-to-left wind that was blowing about 40 miles an hour, 
and I had about 218 to a back left pin, which is like a little peninsula back there, and like a big lip in front of me. And I'm like, oh, I'm gonna, and you're like, dude, you got this. So I took out my hybrid and hit this like ridiculous, huge, high like hook that landed on the, well, it could never, never duplicate it again. Landed on the green, rolled like back to the pin. It was ridiculous. Okay. So that's, that, that's no laying up. Now on the flip side, on old Mac, and I think it was like six, like 17, maybe I drove it in a fairway bunker and I had some like basically nothing. I had to hit it 50 yards kind of right of the green and try and hook it around because there was like the, the the tongue of the bunker and i was like in there digging in my feet and figuring out how i was gonna like get the club face to the ball and like how am i gonna do and you're laughing and you're like dude you don't have to do that you can chip it out and i like chipped it out and i like never forgiven you for it because i might have hit the greatest shot of my life if you just let me swing in that ball so that there's there's the kind of the the, the dilemma there of the philosophy first of all i apologize that was maybe the worst judgment i've ever made um in my life um i can't believe i said that but yeah sure i mean yeah i'm all about no laying up i mean why 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 uh why uh why lay why why chip out when you can have a shot for glory right yeah. i mean that's that's what we want um so yes i i, I will prescribe to that um and you can call me out anytime that you think that I'm laying up. And anytime that you think I am laying up, um, you can call me out as well. But, you know, because no laying up can slow you down sometimes too, right? Because you can like, you can end up like blasting one, you know, deep into the gorse somewhere or something. And and so that that's the other thing is it can, it can slow you down. So, and this isn't, we got to keep moving in this thing. Yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm all, I'm all for it. No laying up. No oh, laying up. Okay. Yes. All right. All right. No laying and up. Don't ever let me, don't ever listen to me if I say chip out of the bunker. Yeah. Yes. yeah it would have been, it would have been epic. It would have been an epic shot. I yeah, had that you shot. You couldn't have done it. I got that shot. <laughs> yeah. You got this, Bob. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, it's just extreme positivity, right? I mean, this is what we're doing this for is the excitement and the positivity and the vibes. So like, hey, yeah, 220 into the wind, right? 40 miles an hour. Um, You got this, Bob. You got it. Swing so hard. Is- I didn't, I didn't plan this out, but this is like perfectly circular coming back to where we need to be here. Right. Cause it gets back to the question of what is fun? How do we yeah. have fun in this event? And I think, you know, we've spent several months and several podcasts really talking about that. And you know, the, the one question we've really explored is, do you have to shoot a good score to have fun? Right. And that kind of led me down the road of, well, what's the alcohol strategy? Because if you kind of play better when you're like drinking and then. So, you know, I think one of the things we we talked about this week offline is that, you know, what's really fun is actually to hit golf shots. Right. To hit hit a solid golf shot, to hit a golf shot. That's that's fun. Right. So, you know, pulling off that shot, seeing seeing the shot where you're. You got the crosswind. You know what? I need to hit this six iron kind of low solid at the right edge of the green there and let it just blow back. And you pull that off. That's fun. So, you know, I think the the no laying up plays into that because you can end up with the memory of a shot that maybe you never would have tried and so you never would have had that memory. But it's that you pulled off something ridiculous and fun. And I think that's that definitely adds to the potential for the fun. Um, 
But you know, I, I think I think I, I'm with on- you. I, I'm yeah. totally I'm totally with you, right? I think that's the full circle thing that I've just had is that, and I've it came back to me this week is that the fun of golf for me is about hitting solid shots and hitting a shot the way you want to hit it and challenging yourself on the shot, not necessarily challenging yourself on the score. So, um, and, and so I'm, I'm all for that. Um, does this mean we have to try to drive every single drivable par four? No, I really don't think it means that. I really don't think it means that. I think, you know, it, yeah, I mean, you can choose, you know, if it's kind of like, yeah, I, you don't know. You don't necessarily have to do that. But there has to be a question of kind of right. like, well, why would you, you know, why are you, why do you want, why do you want to line up here, right? I mean, I yeah, because know. I would say like, you know, let's say, let's take, I mean, shoot, I can't even remember what hole it is, but there's some short par three on the front side of trails where hitting a stinger three iron is almost as much fun as trying to blast a driver down there. Right. Yeah. Executing on that stinger three iron perfectly. Cause there's a bunker in the middle of the fairway and you have to kind of weave your way through the bunkers. That to me is hitting an awesome golf shot. And that to me is fun and not laying up. So yeah, yeah. I'm all, I'm all yeah. in. Yeah. So, you know, the, I think when I was thinking this week about, you know, fun and it, I, I don't think it, you know, the score is what's important to me for sure. Right. So I think I can definitely have fun at this event without scoring well. And, you know, it, it's, it's kind of there's a few things I was thinking about. And one, you know, I really, really want to enjoy the whole, the whole experience. Like we're doing this. Right. Which is kind of ridiculous. And obviously the setting and where you are and just having a huge grin on your face because you're looking around, you can't believe where you are. And then spending time with, you know, you and doing this with you and hanging out with your buddies is fun. And then, you know, kind of hitting those solid golf shots um that kind of in pulling that off and i think that's that's kind of the combination for me that i'm looking for um to really enjoy this event well i think we're going to i think that's going to be easy based on what we if we just take this mindset and project ourselves forward a couple of days i mean we're there we're good yeah it's awesome yeah. okay so the question then remains is of all those little matches and wagers that we talked about um what what fits within this idea of promoting fun? What what stands out let's, to you? Let's do it this way. Let's do it this way. So why don't I don't I tell you what you know one of yours that I like and why, and sure. then you'll tell me one of mine you like and why, and we'll go until there's none we want to recommend anymore. Gotcha. Okay, I think I like I like the birdie pool. I think that was a really I think that's a good idea because um, I can see you know you're cheering for each other. And then I can see you're coming around and you're like, you know, wanting to get the one to birdie that par five eighteenth. And I'm trying to figure out if any of the courses are par five eighteenth. But um uh I think I think that's I think that could be fun and obviously not complicated and uh kind of go for the whole day. Pack Dunes is par five eighteen. Yeah, there you go. Um awesome. Okay. I definitely want to find some way for us to do the team challenge. Cause I think that, um, you know, we've always joked, we've been playing golf together for 30 years. If there was ever a team event that you and I could play in, and there are a ton of them, but our schedules never allow, that would be like the most fun thing I think ever would be some type of, um, two man four ball for us. So I want to find a way to do that. So if anyone else wants to match cards at the end of the day, maybe we do it versus par, but I'm definitely all in on a, a team 72 hole, uh, best ball, um, best ball competition. Yeah. You know, you make an interesting point there too, that it doesn't even necessarily have to be somebody that, um, 
we play with, although that's fun. But you can you can you can always you can always match cards at the end. And even as you're going along, you're trying as a team to play well and score because you know you're playing against somebody. So yeah, and we have these crazy things called phones that have technology on them, and we could even live score. But that might take away from the event. What? But at least we could text. We could text. We take pictures of the scorecards at the end of every eighteen, and we could uh, we could text them to each other. Yeah. And then the bus rides do- around or something like that. We could take a look at it. I guess you could do you could you could do golf genius actually I suppose because look especially since you have a caddy yeah right I mean you're walking I guess it's not that hard yeah. as you're walking to put stuff in so I guess that's I just have it. such a hard time trying to be so focused on the phone yeah while playing golf I just hate that like yeah. I just can't I don't want my nose in my phone yeah that's a good point too that's so, a good point too especially it's almost it'd be fun at the end too because you sit down with four scorecards and you just call out the score yeah. there'd be people around us and be like yeah yeah yeah. Right. You All right. Just, so look, so I totally take back the idea that you just put out there and then totally backed off of. So um, I agree. We don't want to have our nose in our phone, especially at this event. Right. So yeah, nope, nope. Yeah, totally. Okay. <laughs> love how you blame me on that one. Yeah, that was good. But I do take the blame. Okay. So right. next so, one for you. Uh, what, what else do I like? Um, I like the close to the pin on the par threes. I think that's good. Okay. Yeah. Great. And I like, I like, um, our ridiculous and best shots award at the end. Well, actually, no, no. I like, I like your idea of some type of skins game during the course of it. I just don't know if I want to go all 72 holes competing against you because that is not why I, this is about you and I having a good time together. Yeah. And I don't, so it's kind of a hybrid of yours and mine. I'd be all for a nine hole match mid round just to kind of take the monotony off of it. But I don't want to, do 72 old skin against you yeah okay um there we go we got it there you go the birdie the birdie pool now the question is what what's the oh wait i have one last one i have one last one this is very very important bob this is maybe the most important one you ready for it yeah i want to have a an agreement with you that the person that backs out of playing the preserve at the end of the day has to pay the other person a thousand dollars. That's how adamant I am on going 85 holes. Oh, I was thinking about, <laughs> I was thinking about, I was bugging you uh, to make, to get us like, you know, caddies for all 72. And I was thinking about telling you that if you, got the caddies for the other 36 that I'd promised to do the preserve, but I, I did, but I didn't, I decided to withhold from that promise, but yeah. Um, uh, but I hear, I hear how, how much this means to you. <laughs> there you go. So you agreed to do some, or you didn't agree to do anything with that comment. Exactly. You just acknowledge exactly. my feelings. Yeah. We should be married. That's wonderful. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. Well with that, I think we've got a lot of work to do. We got the drive down from Eugene on the 20th for us to finalize all this stuff. But I think this was some really good fodder. And I would say that, you know, anyone out there with a combined index of around 11, um, let's uh, do a match scorecards. I'm sure someone's going to want to do it. So anyway, that's I mean, this is this sounds fun. I mean, I actually think we have lined ourselves up for the fun day. Oh, wait, hold on. Beer for life. We're definitely doing beer for life. Yeah. All right. We'll find a beer for life. Yes. Yeah. I think we I think we have to find a beer for life. we have to find a beer for life on every single uh, 18. On each course. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I think we can do that. I mean, I think 
driving it out into the the ocean or into the beach would be there's going to be tons of beer for life for that so like it there we go awesome well dude i appreciate this i'm excited i will see you in a few days and um until then just um work on breathing through your eyelids all right thanks man can't wait to see you out in oregon (laughs) see you guys and we're looking forward to seeing everyone out there in oregon as well so um see you guys at solstice big beautiful dudes been waiting to have a golf course put on it for eons.